Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors and youth workers engage their young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Welcome, welcome to Every Youth Matters. This is Dr. John Tan. We're coming to this episode where we'll be talking about how we support the moral development aspect in teens. In the previous episodes, we have journeyed quite a bit. We talked about uh, supporting our teens in their cognitive development, in their social development, in their emotional development, and now we are focusing on moral development. And that is something um, perhaps um, not often talked about, I must say, because when it comes to moral values, we are thinking perhaps sometimes of religious values and faith values and something that is not um, you know, shared about a lot. But I would like to uh, input in saying that this episode is very important because it has to do in helping your child or your teenager or the youth that you have responsibility for in helping them shape uh, you know, his or her uh, moral compass in life. All right? And I, I think it has to, to link back to our belief that every youth matters and that they have a purpose in life here because they have strengths, they have uh, talents, their potential and their power, right? And it has to be grounded. It cannot be finicky. It has to have a solid, secure base and that has to be about values and invariably and it will include, it will include their own faith, belief in something bigger, right? So I, I find that uh, in my dealings uh, um, with youths so far and also people working with um, youths, I find that um, when it comes to uh, talking about moral values, when we talk about um, how we ground them with that kind of internal compass and belief, there are certain things that we can do, but the first that we cannot avoid the first thing we cannot avoid doing is that they are going to look at us. It has to be one about modeling. It's not one about just verbalizing because talking about it without showing is of no use. That I must say right at the outset. <laughs> it's of no use just to verbalize it. We have to show it. And sometimes that's when religious experiences fail because we tend to hear teens complaining about parents and adults just verbalizing it but not showing it. And that the big word they use is called being hypocrites. Hypocrites. And that sometimes hurts parents. But <laughs> I must say that's where we need to, you know, take a, a deep reflection as to what we actually believe in, that it becomes a change process in us and we model it. 
And so part of it is about sharing openly. And I learned this. Uh, my parents um, were very open-minded with regards to our choice of faith and religion. Yes, I went through um, religious belief, even classes when I was younger. But I remember my, my parents telling me, I don't want to drag you every weekend to religious worship. I really don't want you to go through that. I really want you just to know the basics enough so that you can make your own choice. So the choice becomes an informed choice. So in that manner, I learned that, wow, alright, I learned openness. I learned about being open-minded. And one thing I learned from them is not to judge, but to listen first to all views and to be accepting after all they are human beings. Right, and so that involves listening with empathy, not listening to judge or listening to rebut, but listening to why people believe the way they do. I found that very, very helpful. And the third thing I found helpful was to journey, have an adult journey, journey with the youth. In consequences as well, right? Sometimes we make very bad choices, but in consequences, they journey, not in judgment, and also journeying in failure. And I remember having to always assure the youth and the teens I work with and mean it in saying that we will be there for you regardless. If you need us, we'll be there. And we have to show it. And I have been there for many a young person, especially when they failed something, especially when they've gone through or they chose something wrong. And... I had to journey with them because um, it might be in the police station. But there is no point then to bring up the whole cognitive argument about why you did this, why you do that, why you take this without whatever. It doesn't matter at that stage. What matters then was that they are now facing the brunt of their consequences. We journey with them. Why? that gives them at least there is some acceptance for me while I am growing. I make mistakes, I fail, but there is an adult who is willing to listen to me. And then we go through the process later, and I will call this another cool zone time, when they have calmed down and then we discuss the consequence, we discuss the decision-making process, we discuss the choices they make, we discuss the outcomes that they wanted. Now, how does this help in that moral development? It does help, in my opinion, because what we are trying to do then is to model what does it mean then to be non-judgmental. It doesn't mean that we allow that thing to happen, but to be non-judgmental 
but then looking at the bigger picture of their choice making. Is it for the long-term good? What is the long-term good? The long-term good is linked to their life purpose. Is to add value to the world that they have been in. And that is the outcome that we are looking for every youth because they matter. They matter because their potential, their power, their talent has to have a reason. And that is to connect to a bigger purpose. So my humble opinion is to see moral development in the process of a bigger picture. So it could be a faith picture, what you believe about the divine and what you believe about your place in this earth and what you believe about the future. Now, adult like us, a companion in the developmental journey, giving a non-judgmental support shows them Wow, recalibrates for them if they have gone off tangent, recalibrates for them back to the center, that value, that foundation that they have, right? And they can be free, I believe, to explore other perspectives because part of their cognitive development is to be exposed to new thought, new practices and philosophies, but they always come back to that safe and secure attachment, right? And it starts, the, the journey starts with us telling them we are with you. We are here for you. We listen to you. But then here's the development milestones that you will go through. And so this whole thing about moral development, although I've discussed it in the final of the parts of it doesn't mean that it is the least important, but I believe it does give the whole rounding up. It does give the contextual background for a young person growing physically, cognitively, emotionally, socially, and then looking at the base for which they are here on earth. And so, that's all I have for this series. Actually, I hope the tips I've uh, shared with you will be useful in your journey with your young person who himself or herself is journeying through their own development. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really great having you on board. And if you have not already done so, be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com. That is drjohntan.com. While there, do subscribe to every Youth Matters show. Also, if like me, you want your message to reach a wider audience online, do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com. That is instantpodcastleader.com. Instantpodcastleader.com. If you do just that, you'll get a free ebook called Inspire, Connect and Elevate Your Online Reputation. So, till the next episode, remember, we're in it together for every youth matters.